It's me, David Webb, and here's a highlight from today's show on Sirius XM Patriot. This issue came up uh, yesterday with Briscoe Kane, our Texas State rep, and it has uh, come up uh, over time. But what's being done about it? The issue, taxpayer-funded lobbying in the state of Texas. Look around your individual states. This is not something limited to Texas, but tens of millions of dollars, taxpayer dollars, spent every year to hire contract lobbyists who represent local governments in state legislatures and in many cases to advocate against against taxpayer interests. So the 11th largest economy in the world is a lot of money, a lot of money on the table for an industry. Texas Representative Mays Middleton has introduced legislation to end taxpayer-funded lobbying, and he joins me now. Uh, Mays, great to have you here. Hey, thank you for having me on. All right, your colleague Briscoe mentioned this yesterday. You wrote the bill, as they say, so what's in it? So it's the first bill I introduced last legislative session. It's the first bill I introduced this session. And what's happening is local government is spending $40 million a year of taxpayer money to hire Austin lobbyists that then lobby against property tax relief and for higher taxes. And that's just fundamentally unfair. You know, it puts everyday citizens at an unfair disadvantage when communicating with their state legislature and local government is really doing everything it can to keep taxpayers in the dark on this practice. Let's try to find a, I don't know, is it a, I guess a more reasonable approach to this. You know, when you look at what lobbying is, you know, advocating for something, I, I get that, you know, local governments want a voice in the state house do they not have a voice in the state house? Why they need to contract these expensive lobby firms or individuals? We really don't need to pay an Austin lobbyist middleman between local government and our state elected officials. You know, all of our jobs are to represent our communities directly, and that's exactly what it does. It's just not fair that that the taxpayers are having to pay for this middleman, and we have something better than lobbyists. Each mayor, city council member, and commissioner has a state rep and state senator, and we're here to represent our communities. And, uh, you know, at the, at the end of the day, uh, 69% of all Texans support the ban on taxpayer-funded lobbying. So the University of Houston did a poll recently. 64% of Democrats want taxpayer-funded lobbying bans, 71% of Republicans. And it was even on the Republican Party primary ballot uh, this past March 3rd in 2020, and 94% want to see the practice banned. So it's very clear uh, what the position of, of everyone in Texas is on this issue. Yeah, look, I, I'm, I'm, tr- I'm playing a little bit of devil's advocate here for the purposes of our discussion. My guest, Representative Mays Middleton uh, uh, from Texas, you know, as you said, every mayor or county, you know, they have access. They can do this. Is there a point at which there's been a problem? Has there been a problem 
where, let's just say, a Democrat representative couldn't talk to a Republican state house or a Republican state, you know, local official, I guess we'll call it that, couldn't speak to a Democrat uh, state house. Every single elected official I know here, so there are 181 members of the legislature, by and large, they all have the cell phones of their local elected officials and vice versa. And I don't know of anyone that isn't in communication all the time with their local elected officials. And there's a big difference. So we're talking about taxpayer-funded lobbying. And, of course, there are other lobbyists here in the Capitol that I don't like either. I don't like the lobbying at all. But the difference is, is, look, if you don't like what Target is doing, you quit shopping there. But if you don't like what your local government is lobbying on and you quit paying your taxes, they come and foreclose on your home or your property. So that's a very different standard. You know, if you think about the private sector versus what we're really talking about here, government use of of taxpayer dollars, in the case of uh, private businesses, they can hire and they do private lobbying firms that go in but that's not taxpayer dollars so they can go and they can make their pitch their appeal at various levels they do it at local levels they do it at state levels they do it at federal levels uh is there a difference in texas beyond the private versus public sector that needs to be brought out to the public as to why this lobbying structure is what it is Well, I'll tell you, so taxpayer-funded lobbyists are often lobbying against the taxpayers. So they're taking your money and then using your tax money to hurt you. So they've lobbied for things like higher property taxes, a higher gas tax, higher vehicle registration fees. They even lobbied against the ban on a state income tax, which was – that's basically our insurance that we're never going to be like California and Texas. And they've lobbied against election integrity. They lobbied against the Monument Protection Act. There's all sorts of things that they've lobbied against the best interest of their own taxpayers, and it's just fundamentally wrong. And I think one of the things that's really the underbelly of what's going on here is a lot of this taxpayer money that's going to lobbyists is ending up as political donations. So it's being laundered through these taxpayer-funded lobbyists who then make political donations. And it's really unfortunate. We had a pretty good example – last session of, of how some of these lobbyists can represent both sides of the issue. So, you know, it's not like they're just representing local government. They have other clients, too. So a, a good example was Hilco. Uh, they're a lobbying firm here in, in Austin, and they were hired by the city of Houston to oppose a cable franchise cut bill, a tax bill. They were opposing a tax cut bill. Turns out they were also hired by the Texas Cable Association to pass that same bill. So they were double dealing uh, their own clients there. And so they weren't even, you know, that that taxpayer funded lobbyist wasn't even doing a good job for who they represented. Well, you know, you actually answered my next question. (laughs) It's very, very prescient of you, uh, Representative Middleton. Uh, That was my question. What happens when there's a conflict between private and public? And you just gave an excellent example of that. Uh, For further clarity also, uh, do you, I mean, you said you don't like lobbyists, but just, you know, from the perspective of private lobbying, 
Uh, is there any movement to remove private lobbying, or is that you know left to private companies and the right to appeal to government? Well, I'll tell you what I've done on on to 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 move the right direction here is I filed the bill just like last session for the legislator to lobby a cooling off period. So. You know, I think it's wrong that legislators, when they leave office, immediately become lobbyists. And this bill would require a cooling off period where they can't do that anymore. And I think that's just fundamentally the right thing to do. I don't think anyone likes that. But I mean, we all know examples of where that's happened, both in federal and state government. And all I'm trying to do is empower the voice of our local communities and people at home and the taxpayers. And that's exactly what the ban on taxpayer-funded lobbying does. Because at the end of the day, you're paying with your own tax money for lobbyists that then lobby against your best interest as a taxpayer. I like your approach. I think it's it's fair. It's reasonable. It protects the taxpayer from having their monies misspent. And uh, I think this is something that uh, they would push through. But uh, where are we now with your legislation as introduced? You, you've got the support. You've got good support in the state, not just in polling, but uh, from uh, senior members of the legislature like the House Speaker, Dade Phelan, and others. So uh, where does this legislation stand now? So I filed the bill, and in the interim, I had a majority of our House Republican caucus sign on to the pledge to support the ban on taxpayer-funded lobbying. And then we just got news yesterday, or day before yesterday, actually, that in the Senate, uh, this bill has been assigned Senate Bill 10. So it's a very, very high priority, uh, very high priority in our state legislature. So we've got a lot of great momentum here. We've seen a lot of people come up from the community to support this bill, like Convention of States and Grassroots Gold or two grassroots organization that, that visited many members' offices on this. And really, at the end of the day, this is a pro-taxpayer bill and it's a pro-ethics bill as well, you know, because this is just an unethical practice. Well, kudos to you for standing up for this. I, I hope that this goes through. I think it's a good idea. And it would certainly uh, provide for a cleaner government structure. Your point that, you know, they know how to contact each other. If there's an issue, you have your representative. Our system was set up that way. Uh, Representative Mays Middleton, uh, good work, sir. Thank you. Hey, thank you for having me on today. I appreciate it. All right. Good idea for a lot of other states out there. Take a look around, folks. Where's your where's your tax money going? 866-95-PATRIOT, 957-287. You can join me live on the David Webb Show Monday to Friday, 9 to noon east on Sirius XM Patriot 125.